Welcome to Loves and Actions podcast, where learning to lead a more fulfilling life in Christ becomes practical and applicable to the situations we face along our journeys every day. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. In light of everything that is happening in our world right now, I wanted us to visit the book of Daniel, in particular chapter 2. This chapter discusses a problem that the king was facing during that time. King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, but he could not recall it. Yet he knew it was something he needed to remember. To solve this mystery, King Nebuchadnezzar called together his magicians, astrologers, sorcerers, and the Chaldeans. They were to tell him the dream and then interpret it. Unfortunately for them, they could not. This made the king quite upset for he feared that they had been misleading him the entire time. Verses 12 and 13 tell us, For this reason, the king was angry and very furious, and gave the command to destroy all of the wise men of Babylon. So the decree went out, and they began killing the wise men, and they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. Although Daniel and his friends were not of the same mindset as the magicians, astrologers, sorcerers, and the Chaldeans, from the perspective of King Nebuchadnezzar, they were all the same. Much like today, those of us who are religious or spiritual are often grouped together, but our beliefs and sources of truth vary greatly. Society won't really pay attention to these differences until we make decisions that beckon them to see us differently. These choices allow us to represent the character of God in His fullness, but at times they also require a deep sense of courage and a profound level of faith. We see this with Daniel. He and his friends were not present at the time of the king's initial request, but he was still able to seek out the reasons for the killings. With courage and trust in God, Daniel risked his life by going to the king to ask for time to answer his request. Daniel's petition was granted. In that moment, divine intervention took place, underpinned by Daniel's own relationship with God. It's easy to embrace these moments of courage while overlooking the necessity of daily communion with Christ. We have to know God to exhibit Daniel's level of faith during times of crisis. And we are feeling these crises today, one after another, without much of a break in between. Welcome to Living in the Toes. Daniel went directly to his friends to share the news and seek spiritual support to save his life, their lives, and the lives of the remaining wise men. Friendship matters, as does whom we intertwine ourselves with in relationships. Can they support us spiritually when life starts to break apart? Do they have their own relationships with God so that when fellowship occurs, exponential faith is produced? If we look back at Daniel, I believe that it was the combination of their prayers and requests that led to God revealing the dream and its meaning to Daniel. For Jesus said in Matthew 18 verse 20, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Once Daniel had this information, he went to King Nebuchadnezzar to tell him about the image from his dream. In verses 32 and 33 in Daniel chapter 2, the scriptures state, The image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. 
A stone then strikes the image on its feet and breaks the image into pieces. The stone turns into a great mountain that fills the entire earth. Daniel then tells the king that the different materials represent different kingdoms in chronological order. Once you're at the toes, we read this in verse 44. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Daniel not only describes the kingdoms, but the close of our time here on earth. It's God's everlasting kingdom that will stand forever, but it only comes after we have arrived at the toes. The toes represent the last era of humanity seeped in sin, more commonly known in Christianity as the last days. In 2 Timothy, we find a description of this time that may feel all too familiar to what we're experiencing right now. Verses 1 through 5 state, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. It's not easy to live during this time as we watch the fabric of our world become undone. We are seeing and experiencing outcomes we never thought possible, but here we are. It can feel depressing and overwhelming because change seems impossible. So what are we to do during this prophetic time marked with chaos and destruction? We march forward anyway. Now more than ever is the time for us to be courageous. For some, this time might mean fixing what has been broken and healing the wounds that hold us hostage. For others, it's using our voices and finances to spark change, reminding society that there is still good left in this world. As for all of us, however, it's trusting in God through the good and through the bad. Right now, as a society, we are reaping what we have sown. The consequences of sin are high, but God has not abandoned us. In faith, I want us to remember that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. With God, we always have the power to overcome. We can find relief in the storms of chaos and we can face these last days knowing that God's grace will cover us. It's not a matter of if, but when Christ is returning. We're living in the toes and chaos is ruling. These are the signs of the times. I pray that we all take heed. Let us recommit ourselves to continual prayer and devotion for daily renewal in Christ so that when the wind blows, we remain steadfast in his will. God bless and see you next time with Loves in Action.